politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Adam. Oh, Travis. Yes. Yo, man. Listen, you really bummed me out, Travis. Yeah, I hear that a lot. No, for real. Something specific. Adam would never have done this to me. I just didn't want him to think that I wasted my time as much as I do, which is. Wait, Travis, you have something new for me to figure out what to do to Bo so I can make him crazy? I have a pretty long list, actually. Okay. Gosh. I want to hear, but um, maybe this is part of it. I sent him Game Pigeon, which is a, an app, an add-on for for SMS messaging, and and you can play Battleship on it. So we could actually go back and forth, and we could scream, "You sank my Battleship," which is fun. So I sent it to Travis, and he like literally was like, um, "If you ever saw the the Howard Stern movie where where they throw the where Private they throw parts? the frisbee at the and he throws the frisbee at the guy and it just hits him in the head because he doesn't know how to catch it," that's <laughs> that would be me. A small bit of background here. I got a link to an app with a one-word text from Bo on a Sunday night that just said, play. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, so um, Why? given the number of topics we talk about on this show, I would have thought that maybe that would be a, a red flag for most people. Did you look to see what it was? Yeah, it was an app with no real description that i could see it's super fun here's the deal so my kids all play this thing and 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 i was watching my daughter this was like in like miracle on 34 34th street if you ever saw like he the, you know santa claus is watching the girl take her chewing gum out and he's like what's that i've never seen that before it's chewing gum he gets it in his beard it's all very cute and funny but it was my daughter playing uh battleship with a friend of hers via sms text I thought that was cool. So I started playing with her, and now I'm a very happy person, and you're missing out, Travis. Uh, yeah, so for a little bit more context here, when you click on the link to the app, it doesn't even have the same name as the uh, link ad on it. Did you, uh, you clicked on the link? He did, clicked, so you lose. I clicked on the link, which took me to an app, which I did not install. But Oops. it doesn't even have a screenshot of the Battleship game on the screenshots of the app itself. Let's see. So, oh my gosh, the amount of sand in your underwear is what's making you so unfun. I do not like sand in my underwear, so that's a (laughs) valid theory. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like sand in my underwear. So Adam, would you have done it if I had sent that to you or would you have called me and been like, what are you doing? I would have called you because if I didn't call you, you would send me a text going, schmuck. 
Okay, now, had I gotten Adam on this game, and we were playing it happily right now, and you challenged me, which you did, and then I said, but dude, it's been on the Apple App Store for several years, since 2016. What do you say then, Einstein? No, I looked it up and also uh, saw that it had a bunch of reviews, um, even still. If I get a link to an app without any context, I'm not installing it. <sighs> All right. Fair enough. So did you say green eggs and ham? Oh, I totally said green eggs and ham because our next guest has a show called Green Eggs and Dan. He's an actor, comedian, and he's host of the Food Network show Raid the Fridge. Dan Adu. Very nice to meet you, Mr. Dan. How are you guys? I'm very excited about this. Do we know how to say Dan's last name? I don't. Adu. You don't? Ad <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> and you know, and, and you know his slogan, a dude is a real hoot. I do do. <laughs> I'm sorry, a dude. I apologize. Oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get the boot for messing with a dude. I don't do it. <laughs> Sorry. My, I apologize for them both. Thank you, Travis. I was waiting yeah. for you to jump in and yeah. put an end put an end to this chicanery. <laughs> Welcome to What the Hack, a show about hackers, scammers, and the people they go after. I'm Adam Levin, Cyber Maitre D. I'm Bo Friedlander. I am Cyber Anchovy. And I'm Travis, Cyber Dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means you get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance an electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works. Not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing, and I need to make split-second financial decisions, and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks, and I trade options, and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com.
So where are you, Dan? Uh, I am in Los Angeles right now. I'm in uh, my I'm in my bedroom. If you if you I don't know how detailed you want it. Well, Sitting. okay. Now this is uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know yeah. how salacious I don't know how salacious a podcast this is. I was going for geography, but bedroom's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, what do you do in your bed? No, what do you do in L.A., Dan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. I'm an actor. I host a show on the Food Network called Raid the Fridge. Uh, I I act on a couple shows. You know, a little bit of everything. I'm in the show Cobra Kai right now. You guys can see me in that. And 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 you have that wonderful podcast, Green Eggs and Dan. I do have a wonderful podcast. Thank you, Adam. Uh, yes, it's a food podcast where I interview celebrities based on a, a picture of what's inside their actual fridge. Uh, it's a very fun podcast. So, so I actually wouldn't mind an example. So, do you, you like right now in my refrigerator? I have uh, the, a few of those um, Spanish anchovies with garlic and like some bad oil, and then I have some. Ew. I have some hummus. Yeah, gross. Guys, Ugh. I'm talking here. We have some. We have some hummus, and I have. Uh, I have like three or four Marcona almonds. What? What can I make? I mean, I love all that, actually. You can have uh, I, one of my favorite snacks, and I know you guys are anchovy haters, but anchovies are, A, one of the most delicious foods ever, and B, 90% of the time that you've had it, you haven't known that you had it, and you were like, why is this dish so delicious? And the answer is usually anchovies. Bingo. But if you, especially pasta sauces, because mm -hmm. they melt in, you don't even see it. There's no fishy flavor. But they can make but, it right. Um, well, this show, it's, you know, because it's cyber. We talk about fishing a lot. So anchovies, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Anchovies they, also ruin a pizza. No. That's as far as I'm well, concerned. Anchovies on a pizza are a little aggressive in terms yeah. of the anchovy. You're having a straight anchovy. I love raw, like anchovies on their own. And, Bo, I would say for you, the snack that I usually make when I have nothing else in my fridge, which it seems like you have nothing going right now, is um, I, I usually have some bread. I will toast some bread. I always have butter, put a big slab of butter on, and then just put raw anchovies on top of that. Oh, my God. Nothing to me is better than that. Bo and I used to share an office in New York City. Gosh. We are now separated by the entire country because Bo would do things like he would fry cheese, which I love cheese, but people were running, screaming it's out of the called office. called toasted he, cheese. He would, also, he would also walk in with just a pat of butter and eat the pat of butter. Good butter. Not to mention take almonds and just, the word wasn't drizzle, the word would be drown them with oil. I mean, this all sounds, I'm, I'm team Bo here. I feel like team Bo, Bo and I, we, we, I'm into, I'm into strong flavors and I feel like Bo is as well. I'm gonna Bo tell you something now. A strong listen, flavor. I, oh, <laughs> oh, I resemble that comment. Now listen, I will tell you one thing that Travis, you need to shut up right now, cause no, and I mean that in a nice way, cause I'm trying not to. <laughs> poor, Trav no. poor Travis hasn't said anything. Oh, yeah, but he said something. He did. Travis, what did you say what? about anchovies and pizza? They're an abomination. <laughs> okay. They should be illegal. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to tell you that I'm going to take you one of these days to a place called Best Pizza in Brooklyn. And Best Pizza makes a grandma slice. That is the most vibrant thing on earth. And the reason I asked him, the reason is he puts a tiny little bit of anchovies in the in the sauce before he before he wow. uh, right and it makes it bright as can be, and you'd never know it was in there. Never. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fun. You can incorporate it. I know it has the umami flavor and all that other sort of thing, but umami. just straight anchovies just taste like 
just salt. Yeah, it, it tastes nah. like fishy salt, and uh, it's just too much. Dan, help me out here. Come it's, on. It's it's kind of like caviar. No, no. Eaten by the Pomeranians or Dan, Dan, so, you know. go get him. I I I look. I I feel like here's the thing. You have to slowly get Travis on board. It's kind of like when people have. You know, they love a frappuccino or like a very sugary, milky coffee. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you want to end up weaning them off so they can have really, really good coffee. Don't tell me, don't tell me you put anchovies in your frappuccinos. You <laughs> put just, no, you don't put it in. You just okay. you just swim it through and then pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That's gross. Excuse, yeah. me, excuse me while I use the restroom for it. No, okay, no, I did that and it was really good, especially if you wrap the anchovy in a pat of butter first. But uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but lest we digress, oh. mm. uh, you're here today to tell us a kind of a very interesting story, and uh, we're all ears on this one. So tell us how this all started. Okay, so a couple of years ago, I had uh, I had some friends coming over for dinner, and uh, I was gonna go cook for them because, as you guys know, I'm a big foodie. And I'm driving back from the supermarket, and I suddenly start getting all these uh, these emails. Hey, just like, uh, just confirming you're trying to change your LinkedIn password. Just confirming you're trying to change your Google password. Just confirming you're trying to change your Facebook password. And I get these emails once in a while, and I always think it's someone just fishing for a password, so I just ignored it, right? And then I got home, and I'm cooking, and my buddy Matt Goldich... Uh, texts me and he says, hey, I think your Twitter has been hacked. And I, and I go onto my Twitter and lo and behold, um, you know, every like 10 seconds, it's like an awful, awful, dumb song lyric is just being spat out onto my Twitter. It's like, owner of a lonely heart, much better than an owner of a broken heart. Oom bop, oom 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 bop. You know, it's just like nonstop. <laughs> owner of a lonely out heart's song. a good song. I don't know. That's a good one. That's a good one. Dancing is the anchovy of bands. See, that would actually be me on my Twitter account. So therefore, I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't notice anything different. Right. You know? Well, for me, you have to understand, for a comedian especially, Twitter is very important. Right. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I do, I've gotten a lot of business out of my Twitter account. Um, it's your way to promote yourself. I have a ver I have a verified check mark. You know, it's it's a big deal for me. It's important. So I start freaking out, and I can't get into my Twitter. I'm locked out of my Twitter account. Uh -oh. So I contact Twitter, and you know, it says uh, someone's gonna get back to you. They have like a form response. It's like someone's gonna get back to you within five to seven days. Don't you feel the love? Five to seven days. Yeah. That's kind of that. That's pretty instant for them. Yeah. Five to seven days. It, 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 for me, that would ruin my life. Like this thing, just just twenty seconds of this, I was already hemorrhaging followers. You know, <laughs> five to so seven like, days is crazy. Yeah. You know, there was there was a survey that if you took social media away from people, I think sixty or seventy percent of them said that they would be suicidal pretty much by the you know the first fifteen hours or twenty hours. Yeah. Exactly. That's what that. That's what their plan is: just to hope that you commit suicide so that they don't have to help you. <laughs> so I'm freaking out. I'm like, what am I gonna do here? And um, I get a, and then I get a call from an unknown number, and I'm assuming it's Twitter. And so I pick up. I'm like, hi, this is Dan. And I hear on the other line, Yo, is this uh, this is Dan a dude? I was like, yeah, um, who's this? 
He's like, "Yo, hey, what's up, man? I'm uh, it's me. I'm I'm your hacker." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who's got your Twitter." Okay, is this like an old guy, a young guy, <laughs> young, young guy? And I'm like, "Um, how?" What do you mean? I was, and, and he just didn't say anything. And I was like, well, can I, can I get it back? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, that's why I'm calling you. So we can, you know, figure out like something that works out for both of us. And I'm like, oh my God, you're extorting me for my Twitter account. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, whoa, you don't have, don't use that word. It's not extortion. I, just, I just want you to pay me money. And then I'm going to give you your Twitter account back. It's, oh a, it's, a, it's a creative partnership. So creative partnership that's going to cost you like 10 grand. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, holy cow. Well, first of all, I'm like, all right, before we get into the contract negotiations, how do I know the person that I'm on the phone with right now mm. is the person who's in, in control of my it Twitter? It was Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, oh, that's a good question. Hold on one second. And he starts typing, and I hear typing. Uh-huh. And he goes, yeah, uh, it looks like uh, your password for everything is Trek11111. True story true story and i'm like oh my god and look it's very here's the thing it's very jarring to have someone you know repeat your secret password to you to hear it out loud in the world secret did you say secret password yes uh guys i sense a challenge here travis would you direct mr Adute to uh his computer and a website please Yes, I uh, suggest going to Have I Been Pwned? That's P W N E D dot com. Shut up. And then, yeah. Slash passwords. Oh my God. Hold on. I'm freaking out. Sorry, was that Trek with four ones or <laughs> five ones? Uh, Trek with five ones. Five ones. Oh no. Okay. Dan, have you ever heard of this site before? No, I have not. Wait, it's so going to become I'm... your new best friend, or maybe not. Trek with uh, four ones has been uh, compromised and seen 83 times. Wow. But with the five ones, that's been seen three times before. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rogue Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rogue's got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. So just a little bit of background here for Have I Been Pwned. Uh, we've discussed it a few times on the show. It's a really great resource for telling you how many times and where your uh, email address, phone number, and password have been compromised. Um, it's run as a nonprofit service, but it has literally billions of uh, 
records that have been breached or uh, lost in data breaches or leaked um, online. And more recently, uh, law enforcement all around the world has started providing this site with data that they find in the case of a data breach. So it's a pretty comprehensive way to see uh, how many times you've been hacked online. Oh my God. All right, so I'm putting in the passwords that I've used and seeing whether or not they have been breached. And? And I, the Trek one, the one that I, the one that the, that, that the kid got, yes, has been breached. My other new ones have not been breached yet, it seems. And if you're listening to this, please don't see that as a challenge. <laughs> please just let can we me look, be. Can we look and see? Can we don't tell you don't have to tell us, but can you look and see where the the one that the kid had was breached? Wait, so these are all the sites that it got breached on? Yeah. Yep. Whoa. So, what do you think? LinkedIn, I'm thinking. Seems like the best bet. Was there any link? I think LinkedIn because the first email that I got from him was, or the first email that said someone's trying to change your password was from LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scary stuff. So, we probably know how the kid got it. So, kid calls you up and he asks you for what? He puts his pinky to the corner of his mouth and he asks for what is that number usually? I was preparing myself. I was like, he's going to say like 10K or 5K because yeah. he sees that I'm verified or whatever. And I'm like, so how much do you want for this? And he goes, um, let me look at your numbers. Let me look at your account. Uh, yeah, I'll do it for a hundred bucks. $100? And I was like, humanitarian. You got, you got hacked by a humanitarian. I was like, cool, I'll give you a hundred bucks. But I was like, well, how do I know? First of all, I was offended. I was like, that's all my, my account is worth is but 100 Did bucks. he really say 100 bucks and you were just like, oh, that, that sounds reasonable? Yeah, basically. Huh. Now, wait a second, Travis. Uh, how much do you think the record that this kid had, how much did it cost him on the dark web if that's where he got oh, it? Oh, less than a penny. Oh, okay. So it's good. He's, he's making a good turn on that penny. Nice, nice IRR. Yeah, especially with uh, LinkedIn, that that breach was so big, it just got passed around and it got added to a whole bunch of collections that some some of which uh, um, cost money if you want to access them, but a lot of them are just free. But so you had like a Woody Allen moment. You're like, what do you mean a hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's it. That's all I'm worth. <laughs> and then we had this weird interaction where I was like, all right, well, how are we gonna do this? How am I, you know, how are we gonna make the exchange? And he was like, you Venmo me a hundred bucks, and I'll give you your account back. And I was like, no, how do I know you're gonna give me my account back after I Venmo you? And he's like, no, man, that'd be messed up. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, suddenly it's you're not more, messed you're up ethical. to hack you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then I was like, well, why don't we do this? I'll Venmo you 40 bucks. You gave me my account back, and then I'll Venmo you the other 60 bucks. Okay. And he was like, well, how do I know you're going to Venmo me the other 60 bucks? I was like, dude, you're the criminal here, not me. <laughs> <laughs> this you don't makes, trust me? This, What's you guys are funny. I mean, both of you are funny at this point. I was like, what's your deal? Like, this is what you do for a living? He's like, yeah, man, everyone's got to have a hustle. I'm like, Rela relax with the hustle talk. You're like a computer nerd. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he basically said that he goes after people who have verified accounts um, because he knows that they care about their accounts. And also, cops aren't really going to go after someone who's uh, like a, like a small-time hacker um, so he can just kind of get away with it. Do you know how old he was? Yes. Yeah, so here's the funny part. So he goes, um, so I give him the money. He gives me my account back and I'm like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm somewhere between the age of 12 and 14. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So you're 13. Got it. Oh my God. He's so cute. I love him. 
he goes, you need to get a lot better about your passwords, man. Like, you have the same password for everything. I'm like, I don't need a lecture right now. But I, I asked him what I could do, and he was like, yeah, you literally just have to come up with a random alphanumeric combination and have it written down analog on paper and have it, like, you know, in your nightstand. Like, that's the only way. I was like, all right. And then I was like, did you get into my Instagram? And he goes, let me check. And he goes onto my Instagram. Now it was a Friday, right? And the day before was Thursday. And I had done a throwback Thursday post of me as this character, Falafel Phil, which was a character that I actually played on a Disney show for like six years. And it was this like pretty, pretty huge uh, hit show. It's what my great grandfather married my great grandmother in. It was a tight squeeze, but she looked beautiful. But anyway, he sees this and he's like, Yo, why you got a picture of Falafel Phil on your Instagram? And I was like, I am Falafel Phil. <laughs> and he goes crazy. He's like, what? You were my childhood, man. I love Falafel Phil. I, you literally gave me all the joy when I was growing up. I had such a rough childhood, and I'd watch Falafel Phil, and it would make me laugh so much. I was like, so am I getting my money back? He's like, no, but still. <laughs> He's like, I think like we should be friends or something. Like, like I should be like... He's like, let me be your internet security guy. And if you ever need anything, <laughs> I'll be there for you. And I was like, all right, fine. So I had his number. And wait, I was wait, like, wait, I, wait, wait, Mr. Dude, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't make him cry even a little bit. Like you, you, you hacked Mr. Falafel. He didn't care. He had a completely different set of ethics. I feel like hackers <laughs> okay. just live in it. it. To them, it's more of a chess game than like they're doing like something really awful. How many accounts uh, did he get? Any other accounts other than Twitter and Instagram? Uh, so he didn't get into Instagram because I have a different password for that. Oh, he right. got into Twitter. He got into LinkedIn. Um, I think he got into Hotmail. Uh, did he didn't get into your Gmail though? Right? No Gmail. Good. I also started. I hadn't been doing two-step verification mm-hmm. until then. Yep. Uh, um, but I hear did he you, encourage I, you to do that or? I think he did, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I feel like you can. I feel like I hear that they can get around that too somehow. Did he give you any other uh, tips? No, I mean he told me to use different passwords, and I'll tell you the truth. For let's call it, you know, the month after that, I started to get serious about my passwords. But fast forward to now, it's the same. Like I have literally one password that could just take me out. <laughs> <laughs> we're back not a, to work. Not a not a good idea. You don't want to see random uh, song lyrics show up again. You know? I mean, it could have been a lot worse, right? I mean, he could have uh, been yeah. posting like porn or whatever, and and just like really hemorrhaged my followers quickly. Dan, what inspired you to go back to one password? Okay, the main issue for me is that I use Chrome and I use Safari, right? And then I have this on my phone, right? And I never know, you know, they store them, but then like it's stored on one website, but it's not on one search engine, but not on the other search engine. Not search engine. Um, what is it called? Safari or Chrome, whatever. Browser, thank you. Um, you know, so it's not all in one. It's not, there's... I haven't found the perfect way to centralize all this. I actually wish that they could just do retina, just just check my retinas out for everything, like use a use a, a prick my my blood, like get my blood to let me. Like I'm down for anything that is literally my facial recognition or whatever. I don't care about my privacy like that. But 
if there was a better way. Can I ask, like, why you don't care about your privacy that way? Why? Because I feel like either way we're all screwed and they're going to find it out if they really wanted to. So I'm okay for... I'm I'm okay for just letting it all hang out. I'm not gonna put a I'm not gonna put a piece of tape over my webcam. I do TSA clear. The government ha- I've done 23andMe. Everyone's got my my genetic information if they want to find it. Yes, we were going to discuss your blood type later, but we'll get to that. So, a hey, hey, Travis. So, password managers, right? Right. We are we are fans of password managers. Mm-hmm. And password managers are capable of being a multi-platform and multi-browser or not? Uh, most definitely. The uh, better ones, the ones that you pay for, uh, it's something that would that will work on most major web browsers. You can also put it on your iPhone or Android phone or what have you. So like, you can sync up your passwords across all of your devices and then be able to unlock that just with one password. Make it harder than uh, <laughs> Trek 111. Um, Right. to do but they're pretty easy and they're really not that expensive especially uh, for the kind of peace of mind you get it'll uh, I think they would definitely cost less than the hundred bucks you had to pay uh, to get your account back there really yeah got it and they're I mean that's the thing with all these services I'm scared too like what if they you know they get a data breach and then well, I don't know. They, some of them have had breaches but they the level of encryption they use is so high that it's you can't do anything with the passwords. That's right. Yeah. The um, if that happens, typically if they if someone gets access to the passwords, yeah, they're uh, heavily encrypted in a way that would take like thousands of years to be able to crack it. Um, so yeah, that sounds like a good solution for you because uh, again, it, they're, they tend to be easy to use. Uh, you only really have to set it up once, and then once you do that, you don't have to uh, deal with that the Safari Chrome issue that you're talking about, because that is pretty frustrating. Just don't forget the password to your password manager because that becomes more difficult. So the password manager will come up with its own passwords? Is that? Yep. Yep. Okay, got it. So I don't have to come up with any other passwords ever again. Nope. It comes up. I just need that one that unlocks the whole thing. That's right. It. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, it's uh, it's super convenient. But the uh, main thing that we always say is, if the password manager is free, then that that is most likely a trap of some sort. Oh then God. you're the you're the product. <laughs> so then I'd have to basically go into, let's say, Instagram and and change my password to whatever this password manager says it should be, and then have it all under the umbrella. Is that? Yeah, it'll usually just give you a little prompt to help walk you through it. So it's uh, not it's not a super techie process, fortunately. Now, let me ask you, did your hacker, this nice young man who hacked you, did he um, did he help you with changing your passwords? And does he like store them for you now or? No, I, you <laughs> know, so he wouldn't even he wouldn't even <laughs> tell me his real name. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, it was a uh, hacker. Tom was what he told me his name was. Hacker and Tom. once I I used him again because short like like the next day another person tried to get it like to to get money off of me mm-hmm. and um i called him and i was like what should i do and he was like yeah no don't worry about it i already took care of you no one's gonna come after you <laughs> i was like all right i, pa- I passed the word he's under yeah. my protection you know exactly take you to sort of take this password thing more seriously i mean 
what is the scenario that were it to happen would make you change your habits? Uh, being on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> no, and I think, I think, you know, the things, so I'll answer that with what I'm most fearful of. Um, and I guess spiders besides spiders, the things that I'm most fearful of are obviously banking is number one, obviously, but then it's like my social media stuff, which I've already seen hacked. And then also, um, you know, my email, my Gmail and stuff like that not having access to email is probably the worst thing that could happen to me. And if paying, I don't know, whatever, what, how much do these guys charge a month, the password people? Um, it, de it depends. Uh, again, uh -huh. I can, I can run you through the options. You know, but I Travis, guess. I was wondering, I mean, it's a fair question Dan asks because mm -hmm. my password, I do use a password manager. I know you don't Travis, but, mm -hmm. um, I do. And, uh, Travis has like a system too, Dan. So, and he can talk about that with you. He might be able to talk about that right now, but some people use systems, some people use password managers. Mine, it's not cheap, Travis, and it definitely comes out to more than a hundred bucks a year. Uh, one I'm looking at right now that's fairly well reviewed. Uh, if it's just for yourself, yeah. it's $3 a month. I'm getting that's so ripped it. off. Oh my gosh. That again, there are, there are different levels of protection, <laughs> different le levels of ease and quality yeah. and everything like that. But yeah, that's uh, you know, three bucks a month is not really that bad. I have 1995 prices. Damn. But wow. There, Travis, there are, correct me if I'm wrong, but certain companies that offer monitoring services, mm -hmm. right? Identity monitoring that also offer password managers. Yep. Yeah, in a lot of cases, they'll even be uh, affiliated with one another. So even if you're not getting right. them both from the same vendor, they'll still give you a discount. Yeah. Interesting. So why don't you use one of these, Travis? Um, well, I have a system, and I kind of run it across a few different things. And I just also have a really weirdly good memory about it and okay. keep a lot of it written down in the nightstand, that sort of stuff. So I try not to put all my uh, eggs in one basket. Travis is my password manager. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think one of the other things too, though, is just to keep in mind that with digital hygiene, most people, at least half of people, admit to using the same password. And every year when we see what passwords come out, they actually make Trek 111 look like the most complicated CIA level encryption. I think uh, 1234567 is one of the most common. Password is uh, another one that's always in the top three and so on. So you're certainly not alone in this. It's uh, the no shame zone, as we call it. See, um, at yeah. least in my case, I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I, you know, I thought that was. Better. But, but yeah. Adam, I mean, Adam here's the thing, and, and this is true, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to just like be completely honest. When it comes to like the place where I buy my movie tickets, or which I don't do anymore because of COVID, but what I when I did, and or like parking meters, you know, all those apps in cities that have parking meter apps that you need to use, any all the ones that have been breached, yeah, right, right. So I figure they have lousy uh, protocols anyway. So you know what I give them? I give them ha 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 if they'll let me. And the reason I give it to them is I don't care. You want to park on my dime? Go right ahead. I'll figure it out the next time I'm not in Pittsburgh and someone parks there. But um, that's been my my uh, rule of thumb. When it's a password that I don't need to mess with, and that's why I asked mm -hmm. about the Twitter account. I care about my Twitter account. Not right. enough to give you a hundred bucks, so don't even think about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I care about it, so I protect it reasonably well. But on the things where it doesn't matter, I don't care. Am I alone in that? I, no, 
No, you're not really alone. But I have a. I, have, I think there's another way you can look at this. Okay, and that if you if you if you're worried about making a monthly payment, think about health insurance, and think about you're willing to pay for health insurance. Well, this is cyber hygiene insurance. It's kind of annoying, but at the same point, it's better to have it, not need it, than need it and not have it. That's why it's really more important to think about this in terms of health, because this is your financial health, your identity health,、uh, your credit health. All these things are kind of wrapped up in these passwords. Yeah. And I think the、uh, figure is: one, if your identity gets stolen, it takes people, on average, about forty hours to uh,、um, untangle a lot of the damage there. And so that's something where just that investment of time, if not money,、uh, can just be enormous. And in your case, time is money. Yeah, but also, Adam, what about if you do get hacked? Like, what about? So Adam founded this company called Cyber Scout, and it's worth mentioning here. So if you get if you do get hacked and you don't know us well enough to get us on the phone, which you now do, Dan. Um, there are companies that give you a high-touch service that sets everything back to normal, right, Adam? No, they do, and they will. They take care of it for you. As a, you know, in the old days, it would be like, "Oh, you have a problem. We're going to send you a tip sheet and hug you and say good night, good luck." And over time, organizations have developed that actually make all the phone calls, write all the letters. Uh, when when they when you first alert them you're having a problem they will take you to the fraud department of one of the credit reporting agencies and get things in process for you. So today you can go to insurance companies, certain financial institutions, more credit unions than banks because they're more centric, consumer centric, or you can go where you work to your employer. And many of these organizations have programs. Uh, that will help you through identity incidents. Unfortunately, often you have no clue these programs are available because a lot of these companies that 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 have these programs are not really good at telling people about the programs. But as part of these programs, there are companies that really will get in there, give you white glove service, attach you to a fraud expert who will work with you, and then when it's done, when you come out on the other side. They'll contact you and make sure you're okay. And if you have another problem, you can contact the company directly. So it's kind of the new world, but it's it's an important part of the new world. Yeah, I guess I didn't even think about identity theft stuff. If they get your email, phone number, password, SIM card, they can then log into your email. They can log into a government website. Pretty soon, they have your social security number. They're signing up for credit cards. It could start as Twitter. But it could go a lot deeper. Right. Perfect example. People will will say, "I try to file my tax return with the IRS, and I got blocked because somebody was using my social security number, and uh, uh, it it wouldn't let me file." So they they give, deal with the IRS. They get it resolved. They get their PIN code, which, by the way, everybody can get a PIN code from the IRS now, even if they haven't been uh, uh, compromised. But、uh, It can start as Twitter. It can go deeper. True, true. It starts with a tax return, and people think they got it, and they don't、right. realize if they have enough information to file a fake tax return, they have enough information to commit every form of identity theft possible: opening new accounts, medical identity theft, child identity theft, 
criminal identity theft, you name it. And sometimes all it could, could happen is someone gets access to an existing credit card and it is amazing how this thing can spiral into something really horrible. Yeah. But if you are guests on our show, the good news is Travis will fix you up. I'm sure because he, right. he has so <laughs> much time on his hands to do that. But Oh, yes, no, scads of time. No, but I will also help and Adam will help. We're available to you. So if you land on this show, you have a good story, it does mean that you will leave a little more, a little more freaked out but a little more secure yeah. as well. <laughs> but it'll be a cathartic experience because you'll have shared and felt better by sharing because this is the no shame zone. Well, the catharsis is all just like in getting rid of any feeling of ease you may have had. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love how we started with a uh, lighthearted romp into anchovies and ended with just like morbid stories of cybercrime and- uh, I know. <laughs> guest terror, yeah. <laughs> Well, there's something called, and you should look this up, Dan. There's something called uh, Jans. I'll, I'll say it in English. I think it's Jansen's, Jansons. I think it's Jansen's temptation. And if you look that up, it's a Swedish dish. It is basically heavy cream, onions, and the saltiest anchovies you can find, baked with potatoes. I thought this was another site that I can go to and like put my iris in and then it tells me. No, if, Johnson's uh, Temptation, we're back to fish, baby. My retina. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see, so you had me at heavy cream and, and onions. You lost me at Andrew. And potatoes. Yeah, I need to keep a puke bucket next next to the desk here. Okay. <laughs> you guys, you guys are missing out on life, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think Travis, Travis, you take care of my cybersecurity. I will take care of your palate. I will expand it. I will open it up. To new and where do you live, Travis? Um, the Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. I take it <laughs> as all if back. we haven't mentioned it a hundred. Yeah, Wait, you I guys know. have the best seafood in the whole country, and yeah, we do. And anchovy ice cream, probably. Oh, that's disgusting. No, but we have things like uh, albacore <laughs> tuna or Dungeness crab and things like that. Like that's perfectly acceptable. And like, why would you uh, eat anchovies when you can actually have like a real fish? But just remember, we have the Prince of the Palate on today, so let us use this opportunity to learn what we can. Yeah, so Prince of the Palate, what is the best small ingredient that none of us may be using? What is it? I, the best dust. like weird it's, little tiny hack. First of all, it's funny you say that because I always say anchovies when I'm asked this question. Um, but I would say, I think that the hot new spice mm -hmm. that a lot of people should use in their food mm -hmm. is, uh, something called togarashi. It's like a Japanese spice blend and it's a dry spice. It's not, it's not like a sriracha type thing. It's like a, it's like a powdery thing. It is so delicious. It goes well on anything. Uh, it is my go-to, uh, uh, spice. You can find it at, you can buy it on Amazon or go to like a, like a Japanese specialty market, but it is so good. Yeah, we're 50-50 now, because uh, anchovies are a big no-no, but uh, togarashi is great, yeah. Yeah, okay. I love this. Where else can you do a show on cybersecurity and end up with recipes? <laughs> food hacks. Oh my God. Food hacks are real, man. Food hacks are real. <laughs> Dan, listen, awesome. And we're sorry if we scared you, but hopefully we've all learned why password management is really important. I appreciate so. it, guys. Well, thanks for having me. This is uh, this is really eye-opening, and uh, 
I, you know, if anything, it's just a reminder because I think I've gotten a little too complacent. Jansen's Temptation <laughs> Maker. If you're a hacker and you're actually good at what you do, we encourage you to go on Apple Podcasts, create a bot that just likes our podcast over and over and over and over again. Since, well, no, Apple, I'm sorry. We don't really need that. But what we what we would like to tell you. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. They should tell their friends, their family, their neighbors. They should tell their friends on Instagram, Facebook. You know, skywriting is a good thing, too. <laughs> What the Hack with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media. It's produced by Andrew Stephen, the man with two first names. You can find us online at loudtreemedia.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.